0: This is the Private Practice Workshop Podcast. I'm your host, John Clark, helping you get more clients, make more money, and master private practice. And in this episode, I'm sitting down with my friend Uriah Guilford. He's an LMFT. He's the owner of Guilford Family Counseling in Northern California. Um, And he's the dude behind the Productive Therapist, a business that provides amazing virtual assistance to therapy practice owners. He's also a technology enthusiast, productivity nerd, and a pretty rad drummer. I think I'm a pretty rad drummer too. Uh, Uriah is always searching for creative ways to provide counseling to youth and families, as well as help therapists get more done while working less. So in this episode, we're sitting down, we're talking about uh, Uriah's five benefits of having an amazing virtual assistant, and then his tips on how to work effectively with your virtual assistant. Um, really fun episode. We haven't talked about VAs for uh, for quite a while since the beginning of the show with uh Um, with Jamie J, long, long, long time ago in the early episodes. So you can always dig that one up if you'd like. Um, So this is a really, uh, really great conversation. And uh, I think a conversation that a lot of you guys are going to really enjoy and appreciate. So um, I also want to give a quick listener shout out. This is to Courtney, who left uh, this review on iTunes. She said, your down to earth attitude and straightforward way of explaining complicated issues is always a breath of fresh air and helps me get moving forward when I'm feeling a bit stuck. I get something useful out of every podcast I hear. Your last one on how to manage money was super helpful. Thanks. Courtney, thank you a ton. I'm pretty sure I know who you are. I know which Courtney because it's spelled kind of funky. So (laughs) I appreciate you so much and I appreciate you leaving that review. Um, Speaking of reviews, if you haven't left a review and you enjoy this show, leave me a quick review it really helps the other thing that you can do for me is share your favorite episode with like 3 or 4 or 5 or 6 or 7 therapist friends that's all you have to do so wherever you're listening right now you can just click share copy the link and then just text it or email it to a bunch of therapist friends that would mean the world to me otherwise if you need help with your private practice you know where to go by now you go to private practice workshop .com there's a free training there uh, to help you get started so that's privatepracticeworkshop.com all right without further ado let's dive in Uriah, welcome to the show. I'm happy to have you, and um, it's been, as they say, a hot minute since I've talked to it you. It has right?
1: been a bit. Yeah, I'm super stoked to be talking to you today about this topic and yeah. uh, catching up in, in other things too.
0: It's good to see you, man. You have remarkably good um, internet connection right now, which is, a, I know, is a high compliment. So, uh,
1: <laughs> thank you. I'll, I'll I'll receive that compliment. <laughs> I don't know,
0: whatever you're doing is working. So. Awesome. <laughs> so keep doing it, you know. Um, <laughs> in all seriousness, Does my face look good in,
1: in HD as it well. It looks very or clear. My, Are using a voice. filter? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> I think Skype actually has a filter, or no, it's not Skype. It's Zoom, which I'm using all the time. And if you go into the settings, yeah. it has something like enhance or like enhance oh my, my face. And I clicked. I didn't it. know that. I clicked it off one day after not knowing I yeah. had it on for like the past two years, and I was like oof, let's turn that back on.
1: (laughs) Well, that's the first thing I'm doing. That's my first uh, tip I'm picking up from John today. (laughs) Yeah, no
0: no one has to know. (laughs) Just don't talk on and off when you're on a call and people are like, dude, are you you getting, like, (laughs) you putting on makeup all of a sudden? Um, That's great. (laughs) So um, it's been a while since we've talked about outsourcing and all the good things that can happen when you hire a virtual assistant. It's also been coming yes. up a lot in the therapists uh, with the therapists I work with and whatnot, and I think a lot of people just don't know where to start. But a lot of therapists right. are feeling that that what if of like, what if I had just a bit of help to do these five things, right? Or they start developing the you know the task list before they reach out for help. But um, so we're going to mm-hmm. be talking about the five benefits of having an ama- amazing virtual assistant today, and some of your tips, a couple of hacks here on uh, actually working effectively with a, a VA once you have a VA, which is perfect. Um, before we get into that, how did you end up um, here? Because you're a group practice owner, you've been doing that yes. for a while, and then somewhere along the way, you started this new business. So fill, fill us in a little bit more on how you got here. Yeah, Definitely.
1: So I actually crossed last year the 10-year mark of being licensed and being in private practice. So I kind of jumped in right away. And somewhere around, I'd say, the six-year mark, I ended up starting a group practice, which is a whole nother pretty cool story. And so what I did is actually just really intentionally, because I've done a lot of things over my career in the last Mm -hmm. 10 years, um, including, you know, online courses and ebooks and all kinds of other ventures, Mm -hmm. so to speak. Um and what I did is I just, I buckled down for two years and I didn't do anything else except for build my group practice. And that, that really paid off a lot. Smart. So I said, yeah, I just said no to everything yeah. else that was coming my way. And once I hit a point where it was really dialed in, I had, you know, like, like a lot, a lot of us, probably a lot of your listeners have that itch to like, try something else, do something else. You oh, got yeah. ideas, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, the coolest thing about this business, The Productive Therapist, was that it really did come about sort of organically and by surprise, which I think is cool. Um, and essentially, I had a, I had an awesome VA for five years, which was fantastic, and even started out with like five hours a month. So it was like really minimal, but super helpful, built up from there. And then I, I lost my VA after five years. And I decided, you know what, maybe I'm just going to hire somebody locally in my office. And so I did that. I found a great person. And, um, all of a sudden I had this, this qualified person with a bunch of time and they wanted full-time work and I couldn't actually pay them full-time because my practice was still group practice was still growing. And, uh, then I realized I had several friends who had a need for a virtual assistant. And so I started, you know, connecting him with, with my therapist friends and boom, that's when the idea kind of sort of exploded. And I realized through talking to a bunch of people on Facebook that, so there was a, a pretty sizable need out there and therapists were starting to like realize oh this is something i could have and they could help my business help my life and it just lined up beautifully with like my skills and talents you know so that that's kind of how it started yeah
0: one of my favorite parts in there is that uh well number one people are always looking for good help so you found some yes. good help and then you're like oh wait some people that i know need some good help too right. and that's hard to find. It's like a kind of cliche, but it's true. Good help is hard to find. Um, But the other part is, you know, you were intentional about getting your group practice to a good point before starting the new business, because I think some people make the mistake of going, oh, it's just, it's related. So it's going to be kind of Mm -hmm. easier. It's kind of built in. I can do Mm -hmm. both at once. I have very rarely seen people doing kind of both at once, especially if it's your your first business or one of your first businesses, right? So growing group practice and then something else like a parallel business, even if it's tightly related, it is another, it is another business, right? And and one should not underestimate that.
1: Yeah, no, that's so true. And I remember it's the most common sense, basic advice, but my business coach years ago said, what you focus on will grow. So I realized that there's only so many things you can focus on at once, right? Um and if you hyper focus on one area of your business, then something other things have to mm. naturally, you know, not suffer, but takes back seat, right?
0: Well, I think we struggle with um feeling like if we don't focus on all the things right now, we're gonna miss out on something,
1: right? Sure.
0: Or someone else is gonna go do it first, which is yeah, not really the case. Um or if they do, it just means then there's proof of concept for it and (laughs) you can do it too and do it better. I don't know. Um, Right, right. So, okay. So, then you you kind of fell into it in a way or you saw the opportunity because you had had a great experience with your VA and then someone in person and then it kind of went from there. So, then um, it became its own business or I guess I should ask, at what point did it become its own business?
1: Yeah, it's kind of a neat story. I think Uh, it was basically sort of birthed (laughs) Strange word, but it sort of was birthed out of a mastermind, uh, which is awesome. and I know you you're a fan of masterminds as well. Okay. And yeah, and so I was talking to my mastermind group and I was like, hey, what do you think? I got this idea about a blog that's gonna be called the productive therapist, and I'm just gonna blog about my favorite software, my favorite you know productivity hacks and tools and all this kind of stuff. and I, I built a landing page and I sent I sent that sent it to my mastermind. Group And they were like, yeah, no, I think you should actually focus on the, you know, because the the, the um, virtual assistant services was like a side note. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah and we also do X, Y, Z, right? Yeah, yeah. And they said, no, I think that's the thing you need to do. And so I completely rewrote it and changed it. And uh, and that was hugely helpful. Love it. Yeah.
0: I think I remember reading it around that time or seeing the blog pop up, too, and then seeing it blossom or birth into a a new business. I love it. So, um, you know, there's again, so many therapists who could benefit from a VA, but I think are afraid to get started. They're afraid that either it'll, it'll cost too much or I'm not, my business isn't big enough yet or whatever. And then we hear horror stories of, um, of VA's, you know, uh, Experiences going poorly, or in our case, because right. we are therapists, because we're dealing with sensitive situations, sensitive information, and even that initial call of someone finally picking up the phone and going, I'm ready to start therapy, perhaps for the first time in my life. Having someone represent your business in that, mm-hmm. that way is, is a big deal, right? But that's also why when someone can work with folks like your team, um, they're fast forwarding through a lot of <laughs> the painful process of. It's true working with someone who's who doesn't get it or doesn't get what we're doing. doesn't get how essential that first call is.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's true. Yeah. I mean, if you think about like, I think that's probably why some people don't um, get help soon enough is because they think about the hiring process and the training process and how in the world am I going to do this? It just all kind of feels overwhelming. Yeah. Um, And so that's, yeah, that's why I think that's one of the benefits of working with a VA company is that you can just bypass that entirely Um, because if you i don't know when was the last time you might have done this but if anybody's put out like a job posting on indeed let's say for administrative assistant or whatever it might be you'll probably get like 100 to 300 uh, resumes yep so just the task of sorting through resumes to try to find one good person is like enough to throw your week off (laughs)
0: 100 percent. oh yeah well, I'm too excited to wait any longer to get into this list. Yeah. <laughs> let's get into the five yes. benefits of having an amazing virtual assistant as if we need convincing, but let's convince even further.
1: Yes, of course. There's, of course, more benefits to having a virtual assistant than five, but <laughs> these are the first ones that, that came to my mind and it's sort of two of our taglines, maybe you can tell me which one you like better, but one of them, <laughs> them is saving saving therapists from burnout um, and then the other one is, uh, about make you know, helping people save time and make more money. All good things, I like right? That one. I like the yeah. So the, the first one on my list is just basically enjoying your work more, um, because I imagine your listeners are probably a split of solo practitioners and group practitioners, mm-hmm. but we all fall into the trap of doing all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that includes things that we don't like mm-hmm. and it includes things that we're not actually very good at, yeah. like some of us should not be touching QuickBooks yeah. and,
0: <laughs> myself <laughs> included.
1: Or, or other things. Yeah. And, you know, so I think if you, and this is another piece of like just common sense, classic advice, but if you double down and focus on your strengths, um, you can enjoy your work more and you can do better work and go farther.
0: That's it. 100%. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and we're, I think I'll tell you quick mm-hmm. on, on my um, newsletter that went out yesterday, the title was four things I love to outsource. So I'm going to tell you mine I'll, and I would love to hear yours That's actually. True. So, uh, and these are not all business things, but three of them are. One thing is uh, QuickBooks. So I don't like, <laughs> I'm, I'm ter- terrified of QuickBooks. Um, the second one I just don't like is insurance billing, like Uh, No, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) The third one is paid advertising. Um, I I feel like I should be good at that because I like technology and I like marketing, but I don't like it. And then the fourth one is uh, lawn care. I (laughs) I love that one. I outsource that as well, yeah. How about you?
0: People don't usually think of outsourcing personal things, but when we think about our hourly rate, um, it's usually a bit higher than the person who could mow the lawn or whatever. So um, that's actually something that I've been more intentional about in the past year or so um, to the point of feeling a little embarrassed about it, but that's okay. So (laughs) for the longest time, um, we, you know, my wife and I didn't have a uh, house cleaner. That is something I really mm-hmm. don't like doing, um, and in fact, <laughs> it's always a point of contention at times. Even of like, who's going to clean this or that, or we don't we don't have time because we're already working a lot, and we're that's normal. But um, even having someone we have someone come once a week to do that is extremely worth my time because it ends up taking half a day to do it right and to get the whole place clean. Yeah, um, yeah, and I'm just doing better things with my time. During that, right during those hours. Um, the other thing is actually having a dog walker um, that she comes like at least three or four times a week. That's about an hour per day um, that I would use to like adequately walk my dog. I really want her to get the exercise she needs and not feel bad about it if I'm, if I'm not walking her. So just having that, um, it tends to kind of pay for itself. And it's hard to measure, right? Because it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, did I really earn that back during that hour? Um, right. But most of the time I do. Within the business, I outsource a whole lot of things. In fact, Um, part of it starts with my immediate team. You know, at this point, I actually have three core team members um, uh, who help me run everything from editing the podcast to YouTube channel to running running Facebook groups, um, sending email marketing messages. A lot, lot, lot of things are constantly kind of happening and I'm pushing, I'm the one pushing them in leading the efforts but uh, not always the one pushing the button so to speak which has taken me years to get to that point though because also and we'll talk about this but your ability to benefit from a va is only as good as your ability to <laughs> work with them and manage them and i've really mismanaged mm-hmm. I've, I've honestly mm-hmm. mismanaged team members um for too long before i knew better and those are some really powerful right. lessons right or to go it is a skill set yeah it's so important but anyway Go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: that's good. That's good, and I think the first point kind of goes into the second one, which is uh, you can definitely make more money through delegating, outsourcing, and using a virtual assistant because, mm-hmm. like you were talking about before, if you're not walking your dog for an hour an d- hour a day and cleaning the house every week, um, you can be actually doing focusing on tasks that lead to making more money yeah. that pay for those those things in you know tenfold or whatever. So. I think one of the questions I always like to ask the new therapist that I'm hiring for my group practice is like what is your dream project? Mm-hmm. You know? And people aren't used to hearing that question, yeah. but it kind of immediately sparks like, you know, the idea machine, whether it's like a workshop or uh, you know, an online course or mm-hmm. writing a book or you know, doing therapy while surfing, I don't know. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> and any ki- any kind of thing. That. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> We should figure out if it's the same price. It probably is. Um, <laughs> so I think this is this is a question like I don't know seven years ago that my first um, VA company asked me and they said, well, what are you going to do with the five hours? Mm. And basically the the and this is kind of the question answering like return on investment yeah. and is it worth the money? Well, yes, it is if you either just enjoy the time or two you get to focus on things that are important and make you more money, mm. right? So what are you going to do with the time? I think it's a good question.
0: Huge question. It's the golden question and one that, again, actually just came up last week in one of my uh, my mastermind groups is, you know, when do I know I'm kind of ready to hire a VA? And this came up in a group, uh, my group that's for solo practitioners only, right? So they're going, well, if I'm not a group practitioner, well, do I really need one or what would I use them for? They start going through those questions of, or they say, how much money do I need to be making in order to hire a VA? Um, right. It's a nuanced question, but my answer is usually something on the lines of, it tends to be a multiplier for your business. Mm-hmm. One illustration is you're a busy solo practice owner and you miss one call when you're in session. That could have been a client that was going to come to your practice and pay you, let's just say $150 per week. That's $600 a month. That's thousands of dollars per year of potentially, uh, lost revenue. Um, so in a way, like a lot of therapists, they're already paying for it, you know? Oh, for sure. By missing, yeah. By missing that business or clients canceling because X, Y, and Z reason and you were in session or whatever. Um, and the other crazy thing, well, not so crazy. And I, I use that word (laughs) lightly as a therapist, but also is, um, a lot of therapists, they think, well, no one can sell me as well as I can sell me. I found that mm-hmm. to be completely untrue. In fact, mm-hmm. when I hired my first VA, who was like a shared VA for a therapist, she could, and I track these rates, right? And everything. She could sell me a lot better than I could sell me.
1: <laughs> I, had the same, I had the same experience, yes. <laughs> what do
0: you know? That's not how it's supposed to be. I'm, I thought I was the best. Right. I should maintain control <laughs> at all times. And she's like, her rate on those calls is no, statistically better than mine.
1: And that surprised you, right? Yeah, it yeah, did. Me too. Yeah, I was like, the, I know the number going to go down. Conversions yeah. are going to go down yeah, yeah. because I'm so awesome. <laughs> yeah,
0: because you know? everyone sucks <laughs> and I'm awesome. And uh, well. right,
1: right. So yeah, that's usually. I mean, there's some situations where the service being provided is very specialized. But honestly, I found that with a little bit of training, you know, uh, a good virtual assistant can work for a practice that does a lot of assessments or does like immigration screenings or all kinds of different things that we think are very, very complex. But really, you can write a call script and a basic FAQ and uh, a quality virtual assistant can handle most of that. And then if there's a point at which it needs to be a handoff to the therapist for more clinical sort of concerns, that's totally, totally easy to do that.
0: 100%. I'm I'm yeah. very excited for the second part of or our other list. So let's move through this first one <laughs> because I think the yes. next part is, is setting us up well for how to actually work yeah. well with the people. Absolutely.
1: So number one was enjoy your work more. Number two was make more money. And then number three, kinda along those lines, is avoiding burnout. Super important. So if you think about it, actually delegating and getting help is can be an element of self-care and longevity in your business. So, um, and you, you talked about it in one of your YouTube videos a while back called, and you called it the superhero syndrome, mm-hmm. right? Of Just taking on all the tasks and guess what happens at some point? Everybody has their breaking point and it's not a good thing when that happens, no matter what. Yep. So you can That's definitely it. avoid burnout by delegating and using virtual assistants. And by the way, all of these tips actually apply to virtual assistants just as much as in-office assistants. Of course. So I know a solo practice is not likely to have an in-office person, but maybe a group practice might. So yep. got it. that that definitely applies. And then number four is keeping your clients happy. So improving customer service, um, in, in increasing that response time for new callers. And just across the board, if you've got somebody that can be more responsive than you, um, because a lot of therapists were obviously like even me, I only see clients one day a week, but I'm gonna be in session for seven hours today. So there's no way I'm doing anything. Yep. Right. Yep. Um so if if my clients are trying to get a hold of me, then I'm just I'm MIA, yeah. right?
0: Yeah. Again you're <laughs> paying for it without knowing.
1: For sure. Mm-hmm. And I think I think most obviously most of us as therapists care a lot about the people that we work with. And to some degree like customer service is a value of ours, right? So if you have a VA, that really ups ups your um customer service, and then your practice reputation in the community, too, Mm. which is always good marketing, yeah?
0: 100%.
1: And then the last one, number five, is take more vacations. Who doesn't want that, right? (laughs)
0: Love it.
1: (laughs) And I was telling somebody the other day, uh, I was talking to a new potential client for us, and I said, listen, this is not even a pitch. This is not a sales pitch at all. But I said, I can remember clearly the very first time I took a vacation, and I had somebody on the job taking... Handling my phone calls, and also um, getting mad at me for trying to work. <laughs> yeah, as they should. <laughs> so, right, right. Hey, yeah, yeah. get back to your vacation. let me do my job. Yeah, out. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> back to the beach. And the coolest thing that I was able to do last year uh, was take a three-week uh, vacation to Europe with my family. Amazing. While basically everything ran pretty smoothly, mm-hmm. um, which was Amazing. I was even surprised at how well that went.
0: I'm amazed at how many therapists I talk to, or even therapists that are emailing me from their vacation. And I'm going, dude, we just <laughs> talked about this. I know you're right. like, like, I just saw you posting in the Bahamas. Stop emailing me about your business. Like, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And it's a, it's a real intense lack of trust in the business you've built, <laughs> it's a lack of systems. You know what I mean? It's a lack of true delegation and letting someone own a part of their role in your business. Right. And there's, there's a huge difference, and I'm, I'm working really hard on this right now with my team. There's a huge difference between just throwing, a, throwing tasks at someone, finish one task, I give you the next one, finish mm-hmm. another task, I give you the next one, ver- versus letting them own some part of your business, right? Right, and right. Giving them the outcome that you want. Right, and letting mm-hmm. letting them own that. So it's it's giving them a task versus a goal, right? And letting them work toward that goal because there's many tasks that fall within a goal or within an outcome that you're working on as a team, right? So it's like let them do it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and if they don't do it well, then it's it's in part due to the fault of the teacher, <laughs>
1: not only sure, the student. Sure. And also. And most like, of the time, honestly, nothing's going to break.
0: Usually not. Usually not. And in usually. fact, if it does break, that's. Good, because now you know what's breakable in your business. One of the best things you can do in your business to determine how fragile it really is is let it break. In fact, I've had mm-hmm. to force a lot of people, therapists I work with to do this, to step back mm-hmm. and, and let something break. Um, because otherwise, we don't really know where the holes are. And we also don't know how well the owner can tolerate anxiety and letting go, right? Or or, or lack of <laughs> letting go. So anyway, I, that, that's a huge one for me. And I'm I'm like... I'm saddened by how few therapists can take a true vacation and step back or even, I don't know, right. ask a therapist friend to be on call for you if you need, if you feel like you need to be on call for your clients or if you have clients who are high needs. It's, it, there's just no excuse. There's just no other professions that are, you know what I mean? It's like not allowing themselves vacations to their own detriment and then you come back and you're still just as burnt out.
1: Anyway. I have two. I have two good tips for that. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel the same. Yeah. Two things that have worked well for me, one, um, go into the wilderness without a phone, <laughs> and then Amazing. two, go to Europe where you don't know how to get a SIM card, and uh, <laughs> it's, just, it's just too hard. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> so we can actually roll right into the tips for working it. effectively with a so you've decided yeah, you're going to hire
0: a VA, and here we go. Here's how to work effectively.
1: One of those is absolutely what I, and I just learned this, honestly, pretty recently, or at least the, the words and the concept from Michael Hyatt, Michael Hyatt yeah. his new called Free to Focus, he talks about like actually five levels of delegation, yeah. but essentially the idea is what you were saying before, delegate the outcome. Because yeah. if you're always, like you said, going back and forth, like okay, now this, now this. Yeah. Um, and we've had some clients who, you know, they didn't realize what they were doing, but yeah. they had a, an intake person, a virtual assistant handling the phones and scheduling, but they're still running traffic control and telling the VA every single, how drives. to match every single yeah yeah right and so they're kind of becoming you know getting in the way of the process sort of and then uh, Mike McAllowitz talks about it in Clockwork right he actually says that you're not delegating you're just you're just deciding you're constantly being involved in making the decisions versus delegating the outcome at the very furthest level and I just learned this recently is like okay here's something that needs to get done I want you to go figure out what to do take an action and don't even tell me what what happened like that's like right <laughs> that's like the furthest level of delegation yeah. um and and i think it can make a big difference right yeah so i'll tell you one thing honestly uh, in, in the effort of transparency uh one thing that i'm doing this week is i'm taking my email off of all the notifications for incoming voicemails yeah. and um scheduled calls for for new clients um because my va is just Love honestly it. really really she doesn't miss anything and so i'm like why am i doing this and then she just lets me know if there's something yeah, that i yeah. need to you know jump in on
0: oh man you should have done this a while ago
1: i know i know <laughs> confessions with john Glad Clark. You're doing it now. <laughs> so the delegating i can't stress it enough it's a skill not everybody has it you gotta work on it and if you have a good va with good communication and a good relationship they will help you do that right Because if you trust the person, and if you give them permission to speak honestly with you, they'll tell you like, hey, I got this. Um, And
0: and you have to set up dedicated touch points along the way, right? So for instance, yeah, taking the notifications for the calls and then takes off your phone, but then having a time like next Thursday where you'll sit down for 30 minutes for a one-on-one or whatever, and look at the call volume together or look at the calls and go, cool, do you have what you need to do the job? or you know, things are looking low this week. What's going on? Like let's troubleshoot this together and then everyone get back to work. <laughs> it's like, exactly you yeah. know, but, but that has everything to do with our ability to manage our anxiety, you know, and that's like one of my crusades of sorts with, with therapists is is helping therapists manage their anxiety about, about lots of things, uh, lots of business ownership aspects, but this is definitely one of them, you know, is, is just create that touch point later. Um, and, and be able to sit down and follow up on what the outcome was and hey did we hit it mm-hmm. or did we not and again do you right. have what you need to do the job and uh cool all right let's have a good rest of the week
1: it's the it's the idea of having those kpis like you talked yeah. about the key performance indicators yeah. and then having some accountability which is just checking in whether it's once a week or once a month and that's truly that's just a very simple system that can work very effectively yeah
0: 100 percent. yeah love it
1: yes so the first one on my lips about my lips.
0: That's a guy, I like that.
1: It's the the first one on my lip lips. I know, right?
0: The first one was before the uh, show for anyone wondering.
1: Yes. Thank you. That one was edited out for your <laughs> benefits. No kidding. Um, uh, excellent communication. And you know, it's, it's just different when you're working with a virtual uh, team and you have a lot of experience with this. So I would be curious to hear about your tips on um, improving communication but if you don't have good communication, the anxiety actually ramps up for most of us because it's like, uh, what's going on? I don't, I don't know. I haven't, you know, just all kinds of sources of anxiety come from that. So you need to have clear communication and channels to to have that communication with, right?
0: 100%. Yep.
1: Yeah. I don't know there's so much to talk about that. I'm not even sure which direction to go. But I think here, here's what I want to say about yeah. that just because it's on top of my mind because this is a training I'm going to do with my virtual assistants, Uh, basically coming from the ideas of Radical Candor, which Mm -hmm. is the book um, that a lot of, I think a lot of us therapists are getting keen to. And it's basically the idea of of giving feedback about caring personally about your team member and then also um, being super honest with them about giving them feedback. Mm -hmm. And the feedback needs to go both ways. Mm -hmm. Um, I've seen it happen many times where, both sides are kind of scared to tell each other what's not working. Mm. Right. And then there's all kinds of negative outcomes from that.
0: Sometimes, yeah, sometimes the employer is afraid that the person will leave. If I give them feedback, that's (laughs) hard. And the employee (laughs) feels like, um, I'll get fired. (laughs) If I say something, right. (laughs) I'll get fired. (laughs) If I tell my, if I give my boss feedback, right. Which, um, but anyway, yeah, I think that's, I think that there's some truth to the, the anxiety of, of both parties. Mm.
1: so that's something we could expand on another episode but uh, <laughs> that's super key work yeah. on your communication and do a little you know just if you have a, a virtual team member right now just do a little uh, inventory in your head about how well you're able to say hard things communicate mm. when it's not working um, set goals have good boundaries etc so yeah. that's that's key that's huge. and then um, kind of goes along with that honestly is using technology efficiently so um, obviously, there's just so many techno- technology platforms, software platforms that you can use for communication for project management, for task management, for video calls. Funny enough, like, like I said before, I had the same virtual assistant for five years. I think we talked on the phone like three times. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, yeah. And I never, I never, we never got on a video call. Yeah, yeah. We just didn't, right? <laughs> totally. But now you can. Yeah. So you can feel a lot more connected and a lot more involved in, <clears throat> in uh, what's going on. Yeah,
0: that's huge. What other just quickly like what other kind of tech do you use on a day-to-day basis whether it's like project management tools or other communication tools like what what else do you guys use or what do you think therapists should use or at least look into? I,
1: I think uh, my top 3 are Zoom, And then, which is video conferencing, if anybody doesn't know about that one. Um, And then we use Todoist, which is a pretty robust task management software um, that works well with teams. So I can quickly just delegate things uh, to any team member by just creating a task and assigning it to them. Love it. And then I can have sort of overview on what's happening with that. And there's, Mm. you know, kind of some comments that you can go back and forth on certain tasks. And then we actually sort of live inside of uh, this software um, made by Salesforce, or actually it was acquired by Salesforce. It's called Quip. And think about if you mashed Google Docs, Google Sheets mm-hmm. with Slack. Yeah. So like document oh, sharing wow. and and chat.
0: You have my interest.
1: Um, oh yeah, I should <laughs> I should show it to you. I think you would like it. Yeah. Um, so we expensive. use that. Not. <laughs> it, I mean, it can be it depends on how big your team is. Yeah. yeah. Right. But it's not as expensive as like salesforce, yeah, no, yeah. nowhere nowhere, nowhere near that, so we use sort of i I would not want to run my business without quip, yeah. to be honest,
0: very cool, yeah, it's quite the endorsement that's also the name of a toothbrush, so it uh, is I know
1: <laughs> it is, which I tried, and it's not that great,
0: okay, well, there you have it, folks, you know which quip it's a very to fancy
1: try. like well designed electric toothbrush that's yeah. it's, that it's one enjoy. of a
0: million tech companies trying to disrupt quote unquote some industry with a. A cheap
1: product. They put a lot of money in advertising. Yeah, no, their
0: marketing is incredible, (laughs) and it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. They're they're on all my favorite podcasts, sponsoring you know my favorite comedians. Is that right? Yeah, that's that's all I know about it. But um, so I mean that's that's huge. And the other thing is, um, I think having a centralized place where important documents live and you can collaborate with people saves saves you know time and the time it would take to have meetings about things over and over again and walk things through. Like you can be constantly working around the clock when you're organized enough to have, you know what I mean? Things in a centralized location and a location where it doesn't require you to be sitting there, you know, at the same table as the person looking at a document together. So it's just kind of a no brainer to have things on a tool like that or Google Drive or Dropbox or wherever definitely. Um, and then without these things you will find working with the VA extremely clunky <laughs> because they're going to mm-hmm. go again mm-hmm. they're going to be fetching a task they're going to go do the task and then they're going to come right back and go cool I'm ready to do the one but I need the PDF that you still have and you'll go okay here's the PDF it's like come on so
1: <laughs> if you're just doing email if you're just doing email and text it's going to get yeah. like you said clunky yeah very clunky yeah for sure amazing the last thing that I put uh, put on my notes was, and it kind of goes with the communication, but just dealing with problems when it's not going well. And that does, unfortunately, include um, you know, letting go of the person you're working with. Yeah. Uh, you know, Most likely, they're going to be a contractor. Yeah. Um, but ending the relationship when it's not working, I think that is hard for a lot of us. Mm. Uh, but you have to, at some point, if it's not working, you got to cut ties. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, obviously, all the things that we talked about, about feedback yeah. and honesty, mm. And open, clear communication is, is great. Yeah. Um, but a lot of us are conflict-avoidant. I know I have been. <laughs> yeah. I've been forced to deal with that issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Through through trying to become a leader of two businesses, right? Hundred um, percent. So yeah, and and also, if anybody wants more kind of ideas around working effectively with a virtual assistant, I do have a free course called The Virtual Advantage. Perfect. And it goes into this in in more depth, and it's something that we also have all of our new clients go through. Just. Some people have never worked with love a virtual it. team member, and it's helpful to have some ideas around that.
0: 100%. We'll put a link to that. I see the link right here. We'll put that into the show notes, the virtual advantage online course. We've got it right here. We'll link to that and, uh, and everything else. And also the, the uh, 2018 casual headshot that you sent us. I love that <laughs> collection.
1: I want to see the. This I want to see the 2019 head. formal. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. But like, I've always had professional headshots because like I'm a therapist and I'm supposed to wear like a collared shirt or something. Yeah, but you're a teen, so and
0: stuff. you gotta you gotta rock It's true. It. And yeah. this is
1: the first time I had like just a t-shirt, and I was like, "Is this
0: okay?" Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I love it. I should have like nicknames yeah. for my headshots, you yeah. know. There you go. someone else nicknamed my headshots, that'd be funnier. Perfect. Like my wife Perfect. would do it and probably make fun of me. Um, one thing I'll say is we wrap up here, and this has been amazing. People's heads are probably spinning, but in a great way, and they're about to take some action too. Um, you know, th- th- my my friend Jamie J said, and he was on the show a long time ago, the first time we ever talked about VAs on here, do everything like it's the last time you'll ever do it. This is Mm. extremely apropos for um, working with a virtual assistant. There's nothing more frustrating than spending two, three, four, six, seven months hiring and onboarding someone, or even if, again, even if they have VA experience, they've gotta learn you and your business. So you need to not only have reasonable expectations, but you need to have your systems and stuff together. So what I do, uh, another tool for your tech stack here, for you listeners, is I use something called Loom, L-O-O-M, to make screen share videos of any task that I need to teach. So even, rather than just telling them, or even sending, you know, even getting on the phone, or a video call that you can't record, or whatever, I just make a video on Loom and it's me. It's a screen share video. It's me walking through how to do this task. So I remember the first time I had a VA who would edit my podcast so I could stop doing it. Well, I made a Loom video of me doing every single tiny step to edit and publish Beautiful. a podcast, go to go to WordPress, here's how to create the post, right? And it's like, oh, that seems ridiculous. So they should probably know how to do this part. Well, maybe not necessarily. Or with your site, maybe they need to check a particular box or you know what I mean, whatever it is do those things now and be meticulous about them now, even if it's not in your nature like me, because if, and when that person leaves your team and a lot of people do leave, um, you're, it's going to be a lot less painful to onboard someone to your practice or your business. And they're going to have so much more success. And when they come to you with questions and go, Oh, what's, how do I put it on WordPress again? And go, cool. No problem. Here's the link to it in Dropbox. Here's here. It's in Dropbox. Go, go find it. Let me know if you still need help. Um, That, like, if I had done that the first time, I'd be so much further along, but we do that now, you know, we have everything there. Um, I love that. The next step above that is when you have someone working for you, you have that person continue to add to the resource library, right? So, you Mm -hmm. have them kind of document their own job and make Loom videos so that they're documenting that procedure, Or when you add a new team member on and maybe you have your first VA supervising your second VA, you know, and they're, again, you can automate so much of this stuff and it goes such a long way. So always be thinking one step ahead and put in that time to onboard your, your person and and make them, make them happy. Think about what makes them happy. Ask them what motivates them. Get really good to know, like you said, um, what drives them don't just treat it like hey yeah i hired you to answer my phone so I answer my phone you need to understand what <laughs> motivates a person so you can work with them and uh you'll you just get a lot more out of the relationship with it uh with with that in mind
1: definitely and if you do those things that you're talking about right there your future self will thank you <laughs>
0: 100%. and your eye will thank yeah so.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: This has been great, man. Absolutely fantastic stuff. Time flew by. Um, But tell us again where exactly people can find out about you and what they should do next. And of course, these links will be in the show notes.
1: Definitely. So the the site is ProductiveTherapist.com. And like I said before, you can sign up for our free virtual advantage course there. And also maybe uh, you should put this in the show notes as well for people who are looking for virtual assistance or other um, companies that work with therapists to outsource. I've mm-hmm. got a great sort of master list and it's at productivetherapist.com, uh, forward slash master. That's
0: so a lots list. of different. And yeah.
1: yeah, so we're not the yeah. only company. I just think we're one of the best. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I want to share that so the people can find the help that they need. That's
0: an amazing resource. It's uh yeah, it's got a lot of good help on there. Um, man, this is great. That's good. <laughs> Um, This has been absolutely fantastic. I can't thank you enough. And um, um, again, it's good to see you. And uh, and thanks again for doing this. We'll see you real soon. Thanks for having me on. It was fun. All All right. Cheers. Bye. There you have it, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For me, it was definitely a fun one and a very practical one. As I said at the top of the show, If you need help with your private practice, you know where to find me. That's privatepracticeworkshop.com. We've got a free training for you right now that you can check out today. Privatepracticeworkshop.com. That's all you need to do. You can also find us pretty much anywhere on the internet, your favorite places, including YouTube. Our YouTube channel is growing like crazy. It's actually our fastest growing uh, platform that we have, which is super exciting. So Um, If you like YouTube or if you're interested, um, it's totally different. It's a totally different vibe. Um, The videos are quite different from podcasts, uh, from the podcasts we do, and uh, I think you'll enjoy them a lot. I personally enjoy learning through video, so um, I think you might as well. All you have to do is go to uh, youtube.com and search for Private Practice Workshop, and you'll find us. You can subscribe there, leave comments on your favorite videos there. That helps us a lot, and uh, yeah, just go nuts. Why not? Um, so that's it for this week, guys. Again, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, like I said, at the top of show, top of the show as well, the other thing you can do is share your favorite episode with a couple therapist friends for me. Um, that, that goes a really, really long way. And, um, otherwise I appreciate you being here as always. Hope you take care of yourself. Um, and I'll, I'll see you really soon. All right. Until next Wednesday. See ya. Bye-bye.